Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a N4G Radio. This is episode 532 for September 24, 2018. And on the show this week, we have Mr. Drew. What is this accent that you are doing? Wouldn't you like to know? Sure. I don't know. I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> also, we have the Wombert. Yes. And we can... do. <laughs> Willow. Oh, Willow. Off guard. Oh. You know, I saw him yesterday. Willow? Yeah. Yeah, he's in saw, the... Saw Warwick Davis. Yeah, he's in the new Star Wars movie. Ah. I finally I finally saw that. Solo. I am, I'm two Star Wars movies behind. So I liked... Man, the internet hated Solo. Like, really bad. I really had a lot of fun with that movie. And that cameo at the end. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. That's a good cameo. You totally do not expect that cameo. And it's like, boom. Yeah, unfortunately it's already been spoiled for me. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. It is such a good cameo, too. That's alright. I can't believe I, uh... I went like six months without having it spoiled. I still don't have it spoiled. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah good. Don't get it spoiled. Yeah, I don't care. To be to be fair, the way it was spoiled to me was um, uh, somebody basically explained um, similar to what you're doing now, Ken. Yeah. Uh, and I guessed it. Oh, and, and instead they... of just saying, I don't know, you'll have to wait and see. Uh, they just flat out told me, yep, you're right. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. What a bastard. <laughs> yeah, that's what I get, that's what I get for guessing it, but. Yeah, don't, don't, don't ever guess, because then every now and then it'll be that bastard that's like, yeah, you got it right. <laughs> yep. Oh, but no, I, that movie's a lot of fun. Even if you've had it spoiled, like the rest of the movie's still really fun. Yeah, I still haven't seen it yet, so that's, I'm, I, I need to see that. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm so far behind on movies, man. But Star <laughs> I, Wars is the one series I'm actually caught up on. So I can tell you what you can skip. I watched another movie this week. Oh gosh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Oh yeah, I wasn't gonna watch that anyway. Oh. I don't really, I don't really care about the Jurassic Park movies. It's so. one, of, it's one of my favorite series, and my God, that movie is just bad. I, you know, I really like Jurassic Park. The other movies. No, I I still haven't seen Jurassic World. Jurassic, 
Jurassic World got a lot of flack when it came out. Like, a lot of people were like, well, why do we need this movie? This movie's not very good. Jurassic World is like a goddamn masterpiece compared to the sequel. It's, Yikes. Oh, the sequel just feels like, oh, this is Jurassic Park. Let's recreate this scene. Let's recreate that scene. Let's recreate that scene. Oh, you know the most interesting and only original part of this movie? It's one line. And we don't talk about it ever again. Yeah, that, see, that's weird. It's a bad movie. Don't, don't... The- I don't know. That's one of those things where I feel like the initial pitch uh, or the initial like, story was really good and really like clever and really original. And I feel like they've almost ruined the whole thing by trying to turn it into a series because they just keep having to stretch it out. Yep. Like the original movie was great because it was like, what if dinosaurs, it told something, it told a story that basically everybody wanted to tell, which is what would it be like if dinosaurs were still around? And everybody's like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. And then it's like, yeah, but what if dinosaurs were here? And what if dinosaurs were here too? And what if this happened with the dinosaurs? And it just started to get really, I don't know, stretched out is the best way for me to put it. Yeah, like Crichton wrote two books that were were incredible. And now we're at what? five movies yeah and and believe it or not for anybody who hasn't read the books i actually think the second book is better than the first one. Oh, by a, uh, by a country mile it's... but the, the movie was not no 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 but i mean i so, still enjoy the second and third movies i do but they're not nearly as good as that second book so let me ask you this because i haven't seen world does world ignore the previous movies it ignores three right I, I, I don't know because I haven't seen World. I'm pretty sure it ignores three. It ignores at least three. Did they? Did they, they mention? mention no, they Hammond, mentioned the people. Hammond is mentioned. You know, uh, Malcolm. All those people are mentioned, um, but never actually shown. No, they're not in the movie. I'm trying to remember because Hammond. I don't want to uh, fuck Jurassic World. Jurassic Park three is how old? Fucking now. Doesn't he die in the third one? I thought he did. I don't, it's been so long since I've seen Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. I mean, I saw it right when it first came out, and I haven't seen it since. I'm pretty so. sure he dies in 3, and they do talk about him, but they they ignore 3, at least 3, in World. Um, because really the happens in 3. It's just, go rescue this kid. Yeah, it was just a movie that was made to say, oh, look, here's another fucking summer dinosaur movie. Yeah. It's, but it came out, like, <laughs> almost a decade after yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. Like, World definitely recognizes the lore. Uh, and hell, fucking Malcolm is in the fifth one for, like, all of... Like, they touted him up being in that movie. He's in it all of, like, a minute and a half. And it's a two it's a two hour and ten minute movie. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think the first movie is fantastic, yep. and we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, first movie is still one of the best movies, like, ever. Have you watched Westworld? No, I have not. People seem to be hot and cold about that show. I I, I would love to watch it. Unfortunately, yeah. I have no way of watching it. Yeah, the HBO shows are expensive to watch. I may watch it because once a year I'll buy HBO now uh, for Game of Thrones. Like, I'll get it for a month so I can watch the whole series or whatever. How much is it a month? It's 15 bucks. And mm. I feel like that's worth it to watch all of Game of Thrones because it's cheaper than... Yeah, it's cheaper than getting a DVD box set of it. Yeah, exactly. And while I have it, maybe I'll watch Westworld while I'm in there, you know. There you go. So. So you started American Horror Story back up. 
I did. I watched the first episode of Cult. Yeah. Man, don't don't watch this show in the afternoon when your son's home. No. I, <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I totally forgot how bad those shows are. And, like, the first couple seasons, I don't remember them, like, swearing as much. But, man, they, they, drop, they drop the F-bomb, like, every five seconds. That's the thing, is that... Um... Is FX allowing the F-bomb now? They, I think they are, because I remember watching Sons of Anarchy, and I think they said it a few times in there. Okay. I don't know. Like that's uh, that, that surprised me, because any of the other seasons, they don't drop the F-bomb, and in this one, it's like right away. But yeah, the, the opening to that cult... Whew, man, that hits a little close to home there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I'm wondering. Like, I felt like I was watching the wrong show because it it flashes back to the dude from Carnival and like the after the intro. They connect all this stuff. Then the season that's just started, Apocalypse, apparently brings people from every season in it. Oh Jesus! I can't keep up with all this. But right, I'll, well, I'll probably missed... watch. Yeah, I'll probably watch this one. I'll probably go back and watch the old ones. I just you, you need to watch Roanoke. I couldn't. Roanoke was actually really good. You can skip Hotel. I I got three episodes in the Carnival and I hated it. Oh, you freak show. Sorry, yeah, freak show. I mean, isn't it just uh, a rip off a of Carnival or what? <laughs> I mean, it's I don't know. Freak show was okay, I guess. Uh, and it's connected. It's connected to season two. Of course it is. Of course it is. So. Uh, God damn. All right, video games. Let's talk about those. All right. Um, Drew, did you play any video games? Uh, yeah, I finished Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age. Mm, now coming to Switch and Xbox One. This is true. Uh, yeah, um, this is the fourth game I have completed this year. Well, I completed four this last month. I know. <laughs> uh, I don't have time anymore um but yeah now nah, we beat it uh, i talked about it the show's live now and um it's not my favorite final fantasy game but it's definitely not my most hated final fantasy game what is your most hated final fantasy game probably lightning returns ah uh, yes the third final fantasy 13 game the Final Fantasy XIII series was weird. Like, the first one was kind of disappointing, the second one was surprisingly good, and the third one was surprisingly bad. Final Fantasy XIII 2 is up there with one of my final favorite Final Fantasy games. Thirteen two is fantastic. The problem is you have to play thirteen to understand thirteen two. Um and thirteen I think is okay. Yeah, it's I didn't, it's just not anything special. 12 and 13 are about the same for me. Um, I am not a big fan of 8. I know a lot of people love to jump on that bandwagon, especially whenever it's not coming to any of these systems. It, 8 is such a weird thing, because I remember when it came out, people hated it, and people hated I it for years. I couldn't stand 8 when I was growing up. No, I hated that game, and I adored yeah. 7. Uh, mainly because it wasn't Final Fantasy VII. That was the reason why. I hated it because it was just, it was like a really cheesy, bad, long episode of 90210. Yeah. It's just, 
Oh, the acting in that game. Oh, it's bad. No, there's some pretty bad acting in seven too. Oh no no no, absolutely. But I like the characters. I fuck fuck Squall, fuck him. Yeah, he's a bad character. So yeah, I don't know. Twelve was okay. I, I didn't mind it. Uh, toward the end there, I had to actually play it like an RPG. Um, cause I got it set up to where the gambit system where you don't even have to play that game really. So just move your characters around. They do everything for you. And I relied on two guys who attacked while a healer sat back and healed everybody. And the last probably two hours of that game, you can't do that. You have to actually role play. And, um, which is what I probably should have been doing from the beginning. Uh, you can't really brute force your way through that one. So. Yeah. Uh, finished that up. Uh, now we moved on to Red Dead Redemption, the very popular JRPG yeah. from Rockstar Games. From unknown developer Rockstar Games. Yeah. I'm uh, doing that because obviously Red Dead 2 is coming out. Soon. And we. Yeah. And um, Matt has never played Red Dead Redemption. Oh my God. Apparently neither has Anthony. How do these two gentlemen get through life without playing one of the best fucking games ever made? You know, I don't know. Um, but man, jumping back into this, it's good. It's really good, but it's aged. Well, of course, it, it, it's that old significantly rock, that old rock star control scheme. Mm-hmm. That's, that's well. Rough. I mean, even graphically. Oh, that's right. You're not playing it on the the nice version. Oh, I'm not playing it on the X. Ooh. I am playing it on PlayStation Three. <laughs> on the X, it. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, on the X, my, it's, it's. Oh my god. It, it runs fine on PS3. Um, I I had bought like years and years ago. Got the Ultimate Edition or whatever that came with like Undead Nightmare and a bunch of other DLC. <laughs> So, how long did it take to patch that game when you booted it up? Honestly, it didn't take that long at all. Like, oh. maybe 10 minutes tops. Oh my god, I remember I booted up my PS3 about a year ago, and I wanted to, I was having a hankering to play Motorstorm Apocalypse. And that fucking thing took like 45 minutes to patch. Wow. I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore now. My wife, my wife and I were trying to watch a Blu-ray the other day, and we were going to watch it on the PS3 since I've got it close in the bedroom. And uh, we was going to watch the Blu-ray, and it needed updated before we could watch the Blu-ray. So I'm like, forget oh. it, we'll just watch the DVD. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like The PS3's update system is so terrible. Yeah. Oh. Man. But no, I started that, uh, probably did about five missions there. John Marston, man. Such a good character. He is one of the best characters that's ever been in video games. Yeah. There's this perfect, like early, early on, and I'll probably talk about it on the show next week. But uh, uh, he's talking to Bonnie, the woman that you know at the found ranch. Him. Yeah, at the yeah. ranch. And uh, she's like, "Well, you can shoot, but I bet you can't ride." And it cuts to John, and he has like this deadpan look on his face, and he says, "I'd hate to take money from a lady, ma'am." <laughs> and I was like, just the way the delivery of that and everything is it's like that voice actor. I don't know who that voice actor is, but he is fantastic. Yeah, I, I think that was one of his only roles. That's the thing. It's like, where do they get this guy? Most of the actors that you see in the Rockstar games are unknown people. 
And well, they just... they become things because the guy that played Trevor in Grand Theft Auto Five became a, a one of the, the main bad guys in The Walking Dead for like three seasons. Yeah, they they get really. He's a really good character actor. And he turned. He's basically Trevor in The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like in the show or the game? In the show. Oh wow. Yeah, on the television show. I think he's done some like Law and Order stuff too. Or like, yeah, he's he's a, he's a he's mainly a character actor. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, nah, uh, that guy. You know who I thought it was that when I first played Red Dead Redemption, I heard that voice. I thought it was that guy. You you watched Lost? You remember at the f- very early seasons of Lost? He was one of the others, one of the leaders of the others, kind of a heavy set guy. Oh, you're talking about uh, ba, 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 ba. I know God, who I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name, but he uh, he sounds a lot like that guy. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I know. He's, he's the one that went and saw Michael in when he got off the island, right? Uh, I think so. He didn't survive. I don't. No, think. no, no. He does die eventually. But when the, when you first discovered that Michael got off the island, he went and saw him and said, "Hey, you right. got to come back or whatever." Sorry for I if I spoiled so. loss for anybody. That show's fucking. <laughs> it's ten years old. It's ten point. years old at this point. So. Fifteen years old, actually. Uh, oh my god. I've got to find. I, I got to find out what that guy's name is. But anyway, yeah, play it. Red Dead Redemption. There it is. M. C. Gainey. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was his voice for some reason because it does sound a little bit like his voice. He's got the gruff, gravelly. Mm-hmm. He was also in Conair. Oh my god, who wasn't in fucking Con Air? Dave Chappelle is in Dave Con Air. Dave Chappelle was in Con Air. <laughs> got thrown out of a plane. <laughs> with a note on his body. <laughs> I'm going to you give me that money back. God anyway. damn that movie. Yeah, it's, it's a bad movie. It is a bad movie. But it's so fun to watch. It's so fun to watch. Most of Nicolas Cage movies are bad movies, but they're fun to watch. Oh, man. If you haven't seen it, you got to see Drive Angry. Drive Angry is ridiculous. It is such... I watched it, like, that movie came out when 3D was a big... Like, home 3D was a big thing. And I bought the 3D version and watched it. Holy shit. <laughs> I guessed what happened in that on the show when you got mad at me. Oh, man. But that movie... He's like, it's interesting because... You don't know what it is. And I was like, isn't it demons? And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, I just got that from the trailer. Yeah, you know, trailers ruin movies. And it's the same way with like, oh, God, Shutter Island. I watched the trailer for that, and I was like, I already know how this ends. My that wife, was a good movie, though. My wife guessed it in the intro when they're walking into the prison. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, what are you fucking Because I hadn't seen it yet. I was like, are you fucking getting it? Really? You think that's what happens? I was like, that's crazy. And then it happened. I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's, it was just... a good movie, though. Yeah, no, it was. It's okay. Yeah, I didn't mind it. But I saw the trailer, and I was like, I know how this ends. I mean, it's kind of obvious. Yeah. So. All right. Anything yeah, else? That's what we get. Uh, uh, watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've almost dropped below 2,000. That's a bad one. So race. there... There is, and I shouldn't do this, and I'm not going to, but there there was a instance where I looked up Final Fantasy XIV mm, and Drew. said, mm, Drew. Mm. 
Should I play this game? Yeah, you should. Through I know it. I should, but I don't have time to play anything. I, I purposely don't allow myself to buy a subscription because I wouldn't play anything else. Yeah. And that was because I beat Final Fantasy twelve, and I was like, maybe they use this as like a template for Final Fantasy yeah, kind fourteen. Of. And I was like, and a, a guy I work with is a huge Final Fantasy fourteen player, and he was telling me about it, and I was like, yeah. let me look this up. And I looked yeah. it up. I was like, no, 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 this it's, is this is stupid. It's so good. It is really good. Why would I ever decide to play an MMO when I don't have time to play anything except Overwatch? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Nah, that's it. All right, Ryan. What you what you got going on? All right. So, um, I played more Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider. Saw Spider Man. Spider Man. Um, and uh, making my way through that, trying to get it finished up before Mega Man and uh, Assassin's Creed hit. Um, the I also played the Valkyrie. Valkyria Chronicles 4 demo on Switch. Um, the demo is really good. Uh, it's Valkyria Chronicles, and uh, it uh, the your progress in the demo carries over to the main game, which is cool. Nice. Um, the it does, and I'm going to be that guy. It does make me wish they'd port the other three to the Switch, um, just because I I feel like I would be able to play them more if they were on the go, and they also I. I kind of see, even though I wish they hadn't, why 2 and 3 were mobile. Uh, not mobile, but were portable. Uh, that game, that, the game style does lend itself well to a portable experience. Yeah, um, mission finish. Yeah, just the size of the missions and the fact that you navigate via the book and you can rewatch cutscenes and all that stuff. It, uh, it lends itself well to that kind of experience. But I still need to beat the first one. Um, and man, if it was on the Switch, I feel like I could beat it because I could take it with me to work and play it on my lunch break or that kind of stuff. So I swore um, I saw they announced a remaster of one for the Switch. Maybe I'm imagining. Did it? they? If they did, that would be awesome. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm imagining it, but I thought I saw that somewhere. It, let's let's look because that would be awesome. Um, but it's you know if if um if anybody has played the series. Um, you kind of know the drill, um, and nothing in the demo really feels different than uh, the main, you know, the the original game. Uh, but I'm sure it probably feels a little different the longer you play it. But I really, I really like those games a lot. I think they tell a good story, and I love the gameplay of them. So I've already made up my mind that after we get through this glut of games that we've got coming out here, that that's going to be the next thing on my list to go back and finish. Because I bought it, and... Um, oh, yeah. Original Valkyria Chronicles coming to Nintendo Switch. I, and Valkyria Chronicles 4 owners will get a discount. I thought that's what I thought that was true. So it is not, however, the remastered version of the game that launched on PlayStation PC. 4 in 2016. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, it's only 20 bucks too. Nice. Nice. Switch and it comes out, according to this, it says October 16th. And if you own Valkyria Chronicles 4, you get $5 off. Huh. Well, there you go. Well, that's awesome. That makes me super excited. So I'll restart this game for the third time. <laughs> uh, and get to, like, chapter 5 or 6 and end up having to turn around and 
quit and play something else. Yeah, so that's how gaming works. But anyway, so I mean, I, I know that's kind of a boring uh, what I'm playing, but uh, I really haven't played much else. The my time has mostly been sunk in um, uh, Spider-Man and doing things other than playing games. And any you know any game time I have had has been with my son and. We don't tend to play new stuff. We tend to play stuff like Plants vs. Zombies 2 and um, games like that. Has so, he tried Spider-Man? Yeah, he loves Spider-Man. He's got his own file. He's like 28% of the way through the game. Nice. So, well, he's doing better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least he owns the game. He owns the game. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he, he really enjoys it. Um, I'm a little... Um, I don't know how well he'll do. I mean, he did okay with the first stealth mission, um, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how he does the further he gets in the game. But he uh, he's more interested right now in uh, playing other stuff. He plays Fortnite. He likes Fortnite and mm-hmm. Mario Tennis and Fortnite. That's kind of what he's playing right now. Oh. Fortnite is. A phenomenon. It's unbelievable what Fortnite is like for kids my son's age. Like every kid talks about Fortnite all the time. Yeah. And knows the dances and knows what the dances are called and knows when the battle passes are coming out. And, and here I am with my son. It's playing. Minecraft in 2018, basically. Here's my son playing PUBG because, you know, he's. Because <laughs> your co- kids got to be different. Yeah, he's gonna play the, with the cool kids. Let's play PUBG. The, uh, but yeah, it's like uh, all the kids on my son's soccer team. That's all they talk about: Fortnite, 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 Fortnite. And Jacob doesn't really play it that much, so he just knows he 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 gets his inf- his Fortnite information um, vicariously through other kids because he doesn't play it that much. So, oh my god, this stuff's crazy. Yeah, but um, that's it. I'm waiting for um, Mega Man, which I'm uh, excited for in uh, a little over what, a little over a week, right? May October second, first yep. or second, I believe. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I beat that game. I can't say a word about it. Yeah. Other, other than Blockman stage is very hard. And he's a cool boss because that's the demo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Blockman stage is very hard. Yeah, it's. Uh, I will tell you this: it's not the best stage. I nice. Don't, I know what the best stage is. It's. It's so good. It's so good. You said you do know what the best stage is. Yeah, of course I do. Mm, yes. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. <clears throat> All right. Uh, a couple of quick hits. Like I said, I spent most of the week playing Mega Man. Um, had some PR issues with that game. <laughs> they sent us Xbox One because that's usually what I request when I'm going to review a game. <laughs> Apparently the code doesn't work properly yet. It downloads like 100 megs and it doesn't boot. <laughs> so they ended up sending me a Switch code, so I played through it on the Switch. Um, I finally got to, ch- to check out Agony. Do you remember that game when it came out? Everybody was talking about it. Yeah, you go through hell. Yeah, I finally like it got super cheap, and I'm like, you know what? I, I just 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 like satisfy my curiosity. I want to play this game, so I picked it up. It was super cheap. It took me all of 15 minutes before I uninstalled it and traded it in. <laughs> that game is one of the worst things I've ever played. 
It's so bad. It's just... Mm. Is the entire thing just a stealth mission? No, no, no. It's a walking simulator from what I could tell. And you walk... Don't you have to hide from stuff? I didn't have to hide from anything. Um, there's just like creepy things jumping out in front of you, but you don't actually fight them. They're just trying to freak you out. It's It's a shock walking simulator is all it is. So there's a lot of, like, satanic images and naked ladies and just, it's just a bad game. Hmm. There's a reason why they're not talking about that game anymore. Although I heard they're porting it to Switch, which, um, <laughs> good luck with that, because that game... Are they really doing that? Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, uh, good luck with that, because that game runs, like, complete dog shit on Xbox One X. So, yeah. Good luck with that. Um, to give a little love to a shooter that I think everybody's played, like a vertical shooter, there's a game called Full Blast. It's on everything. Um, that game is super rad, and I think you should check it out. Uh, it's It's got a really nice pace to it. It's got some really neat visuals. Uh, and if you're looking for... Like, there's so many of those kind of games lately, so none of them very rarely ever stand out. But I really enjoy that one. Um, I have played through the Capcom Beat-Em-Up Bundle. Um, I've beaten most of the games. I've played all of the games. Um, that is a great package of seven really solid beat-em-up games. Um, it makes you really want Capcom to go out and get the licenses to the, you know, the licensed stuff like Alien vs. Predator and stuff like that so you can play those. But the games that are included on this are really fun. Um, the final boss in Captain Commando can suck an ass. Yeah. Um, because I, I think I continued twice through the whole game, and I continued 40 times on the final boss. Like, he is just a, he is just the cheapest fucking thing you'll ever play in your life. Just awful. Um, if I had a, if I had complaints about that, and I, and I put it in my review, is that there's no screen options for the games. So, like, you can't, um, put filters on them, you can't, you know, stretch the screen if you're a monster, um. Because only monsters stretch the screen on 4x3 games. Um, there's just no options like that. It does have a gallery, which is nice. It has like a bunch of the old artwork for the arcade cabinets and the instruction manuals that came with the arcade cabinets. Um, you don't have to unlock any of it. It's just there. It's available. Um, there's online leaderboards. There's online play. So like you can boot up a game and say, I want to play online. You're playing Final Fight. And people can just join your game and drop out of your game uh, anytime they want which I think is kind of cool. Uh, they all have free play, so you don't have to worry about continues or anything like that. Because um, let's be fair, a lot of those games are super cheap. So if the game had limited continues, it would suck. Um, yep. But no, that's a, that's a, it's a really good bundle. Um, and I think if you're, if you're even remotely a fan of beat-em-up games, the $20 that they're asking for that is more than worth it. Those games were fun to go back to and play through. For sure. Um, and I, I messed around a little more with Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I'm still going to try to play that game. It's it's a, it's a really good game. It'll probably take me till 2019, um, fall 2019, to finish that game. But that's okay. I'm okay with only playing that game for an hour or two a week. And then, of course, plenty of Overwatch, because that's what I do. 
I play the Overwatch. Uh, but I think that's it. Honestly. Can't talk about Mega Man. I want to talk about Mega Man. Let's talk about what's coming out this week. You want to do that? <clears throat> we have got Air Missions Hind. Drew going to make a Metal Gear reference. Hind. Not the Hind of Dio. Creed Rise to Glory, which is a VR boxing game. Can for... you take me <laughs> higher? It's a, it's a VR Creed simulator. A VR Scott Stapp life simulator. <laughs> oh, man, that's really sad. <laughs> All you got is whiskey bottles and Bibles. I, I don't know. It's just... Whiskey bottles and Bibles. <laughs> Sounds like a country album. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's a boxing VR game for PlayStation VR. I've heard it's good. I, I again, I don't have PlayStation VR, so uh, Dakar 18 was a rally racing game. Uh, FIFA 19 Champions Edition. This is the week when a bunch of games come out early if you bought the stupid version. So mm-hmm. uh, Friday the 13th Ultimate Slasher Edition. I guess that's a physical deluxe edition of that game. So what happened? Did they actually get the license back? No, 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 no. They're still allowed to sell the game and update the service. They're just not allowed to add anything to it. What? Like, did they ever do a single player to that? Yeah, there's a single player in it. So they did add a single player finally? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's basically just a bot match is what it is. Oh, that's crap. I mean, come on. There's like uh, challenges you can do in it. Uh, in the single player, you kind of go around the camp and do different challenges. But yeah, it's an. I booted it up recently just to see if it was, you know, ever added, and it's definitely in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Hollow Knight is dropping for everything else this week. PS4, Xbox One. Um, so if you haven't played that yet, now you have a chance. Metal Max Xeno, which is an RPG from Nisa. Uh, Penguin Wars, which keeps saying it's coming out, but apparently never comes out because it's on the fucking list every week. Uh, Punchline. Uh, The Council, Episode 4, Burning Bridges. Uh, we'll talk about it in news, but this is probably the most depressing release this week, is The Walking Dead's, uh, Final final Season, Episode 2, is out this week. Yep. Um, Think of the Children... (laughs) I don't know what that is, but that's coming up this week. Uh, this is The Police 2. Uh, time. I hear Matt really likes that. The first one or the second one? Or Jay, <clears throat> excuse me. He, he really liked the first one. Okay. Uh, time Spinner. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Life is Strange 2 uh, kicks off this week. Uh, the Crew 2 Gator Rush, I guess is the newest deal. Gator Rush. Gator Rush. Uh, Catastronauts? That Cat Astronauts? Is that what that is? Probably. That's funny. Uh, and I think that's all on that list. Let me switch over to the next list. Um, okay, I have to. I looked it up. Think of the children. Okay. Ready, set, parent. <laughs> Little Bobby's dead, the barbecue is on fire, Jen's eating poisonous berries, and the birthday cake still needs icing. It's just another wonderful day out with the kids in Think of the Children, a frantic cooperative parenting simulator. 
where you have to apparently keep your kids from killing themselves. Jesus Christ, talk about dark. It looks like in the style of Minecraft. Great. Great. Yeah. Uh, also out this week, Jack and Jill DX, the Adam Sandler sequel. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, Pillar by Michael Hicks and John Carlo Antunes. I think that's how you say that. I don't know. Uh, Pizza Titan Ultra is dropping over to the Xbox One this week. Pizza Titan Ultra. It came out on PS4 a few weeks ago, and people seem to really like it. It's apparently a game where you play as like giant mechs and you like destroy a city. Which totally fits the name, uh, but I think that's what it is. People were really kind of high on that, so I don't know. I'll check it out when they send me the the weekly ID at Xbox codes. Uh, two new characters for Dragon Ball Fighters: uh, Android 17 and Cooler. I don't know what either of those mean, but there you go. Cooler is Frieza's father. Sure. If Either said, father or brother. Can't remember. Uh, bu- 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 the Amnesia Collection is dropping for Xbox One, finally. And Forza Horizon 4, if you bought the Ultimate Edition, launches on Friday. Uh, the Nintendo 3DS is finally getting some games this week. We've got Yokai Watch, Blasters, Moon Rabbit Crew, and Jake Hunter, Detective Story, Ghost of the Dusk. Ghost of the Dusk. Of the Dusk. It's the Ghost of the Dusk. Uh, Nintendo Switch owners this week, you can pick up Gao Cow Love 100 Days. Uh, a Gummy's Life. Arena of Valor. Which, if you don't know what that is, that is a 10 cent jam. It's a MOBA. Uh, oh My Godheads Party Edition. Uh, Gianna Sisters Twisted Dreams The Ultimate Edition Ultimate Yeah yeah, It's funny South Park The Stick of Truth Finally coming to the Switch The Escapists The Complete Edition Uh, Ultimate Chicken Horse Snake vs. Snake Uh, All Was Awakening Armello Exorder More Hoon Wanted Rise and Shine, Rooms, The Adventure of Anne and George, uh, Towerfall is dropping to the Switch this week, Wonderswan, Wonder Song, I almost said Wonderswan, that's a... Wonderswan. Uh, Whispering Willows, Demons Crystals, Dragon Ball Fighters, finally making its way over, uh, Golf Story, Physical Release, Namco Museum Arcade Pack... Splatoon 2 Starter Pack. Actually, Splatoon 2, Super Mario Odyssey, and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Starter Packs. Those come with, um, I think, a physical book, like a walkthrough book. So you can you can help yourself through the adventures of Mario and the Lynx. Nice. And looks like we got Marble It Up. Marble It Up! Marble It Up! And Monster Loves You. Oh, Martha loves you. Alright, you ready for your drinking game? Pick your poison. How many games start with the word hentai on this week's PC release list? Do, 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 do. Uh, three. Three. Okay, Drew, you got, you got a number? 
Uh, I'll go with two. Two. Okay. Well, Drew, you're probably gonna lose because there's already three that I can see. Um, love hentai, sexy body. Hentai idol. Hentai the shell game. That's all before Tuesday. Uh, scrolling down, scrolling down. Ooh, Ryan might be right. Scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling. Nope. Hentai boy is dropping on oh. Thursday. So sorry, you are you are out. So we have what a shame. four. Um, yep, four is what it's what we're looking at. I think. Awful. Yep. 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 Just flat out awful. Anything else on here interesting? Buy low, sell high. That's good advice. That's not just a game. It's a. It's a way of life. <sighs> Man, there's some weird games on the PC. I'm just gonna say that right out front. There's a lot of games on the PC. Let It Die. I'm trying to see if there's like legitimate stuff. Let It Die is launching on the PC this week. That's pretty cool. That's the Suda joint. That online game. Uh, Pig Eat Ball. That's finally coming out. That game's been in development for five and a half years. Pig Eat Ball? Yeah, it's made by uh, a guy used to make a bunch of XBLA indie games. Uh, I think one of them was the there was like a shooter, like God, I'm trying to think of like Mommy's Best Games or something. Like he made the Serious Sam uh, DDXL. You remember that game? Uh, yeah, the side scroller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made that game. Yeah. So this is their new game that they've been working on for like five and a half years. Um, that's yeah. Drunken bar fight on Halloween. That's a game. Wow, that's out. the name of the game. That's the name of the game. Wow. Yep. The Wheelbarrow Warrior. Hot Puzzle Grills. Not girls, grills. And it looks like girls spelled wrong because it's G-R-I-L-S. Wow. Keyhole Spy Hot Nurses. Ugh. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Let's just jump into the news and let's start off with what we referenced, referenced earlier. Telltale Games is shutting down. Yeah. Man, I would, what li- happened? I would like well, I, to say that the writing was not on the wall, but the writing was on the wall. Was it was it stretching themselves too thin? Yep. That's I mean that's pretty much what I'm reading is um they had their hands in too many cookie jars. Um they weren't making enough money on a lot of the stuff that they were doing, so the return was not coming back in. Um they have kept on twenty five people to finish a contractual obligation that they have with, I believe, Netflix for the Minecraft uh, TV story show. Story mode. No, the TV show. Oh, they said Minecraft story mode. I'm pretty sure that's the name of the show because okay. Microsoft had the Minecraft story mode contract, I believe. Um, but this also means, uh, and I think it's been confirmed now, that The Walking Dead final season will not be finished. So, let's say I'm a big Walking Dead fan, and I said I really want to check out the final season of The Walking Dead. I might as well just buy the season pass. Yeah, I don't think anybody's made a comment on that yet. Um, They haven't commented on that yet. No, because there's a lot of people that probably bought those season passes, and they're not going to get any more games for sure. Then, I want my money back. 
Yeah, that's not it's not going to come from Telltale, I can tell you that. So the question mm-hmm. is is whether Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo will step up and and kind of issue refunds for these. What about Steam? I mean, that's I guess Steam Valve has to make that decision as well. That's I mean, true. You know, it's uh, it sucks. Um a lot of people lost their jobs. Uh thankfully a lot of developers were reaching out over the weekend. Uh, kind of, you know, setting up some some places for them to go and possibly get hired on at other companies. Um, but the the license and the IPs that they have are pretty much just kind of dead. So I yeah, mean, the other the other thing I read that seems to make some sense is they probably got a little more hardly hit by Let's Plays on YouTube than other developers just because of the nature of their games. Sure, it's easier to watch through an entire game without paying for it I mean, than it is for some other games that have more traditional gameplay. Sure, there's that, and I'm sure there's a lot of, let's be frank, the quality of Telltale games hasn't really been there for a while. You know, like, you'll have your standouts like Tales from the Borderlands, um, Wolf Among Us, things like that, but then you'll have Game of Thrones, which, from what I understand, and I own it, I just, I've never had a chance to go back and play it. From what I understand, well, I think a lot of people own it because they gave it away for free, didn't they? I actually bought it, but oh. from what I, I think they gave the first episode away. Yeah, oh. um, but from what I understand, it's pretty terrible. Um, and a lot of their, this, their engine needed some work. Oh, for sure, they used the same engine almost exclusively for God a decade. And they, yeah, they, man. There was some major issues with some of those games. I, I reviewed, you know, Walking Dead season one and two. I reviewed Back to the Future. They did that one. Um, I played Wolf Among Us. Um, I own Batman, but have never played it. Batman's actually pretty good, but yeah, it, it definitely has some technical issues. Uh, you know, I enjoyed my time with The Walking Dead. I didn't think it was the be all end all that made it win Game of the Year that one time. But, um, yeah, it, the problem was was that they originally were a, an adventure game company where they had started you know, with Sam and Max. They did some of the remakes and uh, sequels to uh, Monkey Island. And they went away from that and went with this whole new Walking Dead formula where the problem is is that after you've done – a couple of seasons of The Walking Dead or tried, you know, Tales from the Borderlands, which was fantastic, you start to see that all roads eventually lead to one. Yeah, it, it got and pretty choices, predictable. Yeah. yeah, your choices aren't that big because, you know, it, it depends on who's going to be there. You know, like, oh, you, you know, Kenny died instead of somebody else. So now we just replace that character model and voice actor with somebody else. I don't know. It's weird. I, I enjoyed their games. I, I hadn't played any of their games in a long time. The last one I played was Tales from the Borderlands. Um, I don't know. It's it's sad to see, though, because I would love to have seen them try to branch out and do something different. Because they, they did like Guardians of the Galaxy, too. Right? Yeah, that's one of the ones you forget. They had a contract with Marvel. There were rumors of a Spider-Man, uh, an Avengers one. They also had a, a Netflix contract to do Stranger Things. Yep. They had, you know, 
Fuck, they they did Jurassic Park. You remember that? Shit. Oh gosh, that was horrible. Yeah, like they had so many licenses that were insane, and I mean, they just the they just weren't selling. They just, I mean, it was almost weekly you saw those things on sale. Yeah, and you don't put something on sale every week if it's selling. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other the other thing is is like they've got games out there that do the same thing, but they're you know original IPs. I guess they were like throwing all their eggs in one basket with like, hey, you guys know Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe you'll like this game. And I don't know how well that sold at all. I can't imagine that thing sold at all because I've seen it on. Like I said, it's one of those ones that's on sale like every week. Oh yeah. I mean, I think the things that made money for them were Minecraft and Walking Dead. And I yeah. think everything else was just kind of meh. Well, uh, the problem is, is like some of their meh ones were the best ones. Tales from the Borderlands is fantastic, and if anybody owns it and hasn't played it yet, you need to play that. And the Wolf Among Us, holy crap! Wolf Among Us that was, was that was their best one. Yeah, Wolf Among Us is amazing. I own Tales from the Borderlands. Have never even booted it up. You need to boot that up. I have that, Game that, of Thrones. You need never, to play that. Never booted that up. <laughs> Um, I am two episodes into the second season of Batman, and I never went back and finished it. I finished the oh, first they did, season. Oh, they did the second season of Batman? Yeah, there's two seasons of it. I didn't even know they did that. Yeah, yeah. I finished the first season, I enjoyed it, started the second season, and for some reason I petered out on the second episode and was just like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, it's... Us, according to uh, 2K or, or whoever the hell it is. Gearbox, they said that Tales from the Borderlands is actually canon. Yeah, that so surprise me. There's some there's some major things that happen in Tales from the Borderlands that may very well affect Borderlands Three. I guess that so, might matter to me if I actually remembered any of the story from any of the Borderlands games, but I just don't. Do you, who was your favorite character from I Borderlands? Couldn't tell you one character in Borderlands. <laughs> Okay. Well, I know the guy actually, on the cover with it shooting himself in the head. That's <laughs> well, that that's just a random dude. I know, I know. I've played both of those games multiple times, and even tried to play the pre sequel, which was terrible. Um, and I couldn't tell you one person. Handsome Jack is the only person I can tell you their name. Okay, it's the only he one. He plays a major. He plays a major role in Tales from Borderlands. I, I mean, I couldn't name any of the characters classes. Like the their actual names, I couldn't tell you one. Okay. Anyway, uh, it's sad to see companies close. That's two companies in one week. Because also Capcom Vancouver closed this week, which is the studio behind uh, Dead Rising, uh, ever since two. So depressing. A lot of uh, out of work developers, and again, a big reason. I mean, not I mean, we hear about developers a lot, but there's also like like game writing is basically just turnover city so it's another reason I'm glad I don't do this for a living because there's no fucking way I could sustain that kind of stress it's just man my son a lot of times will say he wants to do video game stuff when he grows up and I'm like I really think you should wait <laughs> and see how you feel when you get older yeah, because I don't want you, I don't want you struggling to find work. You know, because it just—that's what it feels like. I feel like constantly there are people looking for jobs in this industry, and it sucks. Because not having a uh, a stable source of income is a terrible feeling. Um, 
Some other things going on this week. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 apparently allows you to spend real money to upgrade your characters. Oh, Capcom. You were on such a roll. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Mm. Fortnite Season 6 started. The cube melted. What's that mean? I don't know. It uh, It's in a lake. I know that, and it makes the lake bouncy. Okay. Is that, is that it? Was that, like, the thing? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Just know that because my son showed it to me yesterday. Okay. Also, going back to the whole Capcom thing, them charging for upgrades, who gives a crap? I mean, it's, it sucks. I mean, it's a single-player thing. There's That's another piece of that story is apparently that game is multiplayer. Okay. So you can... They haven't kind of explained what that is yet, but there's three characters? The only thing I can think of that would be bad is if they made it to where you it's really difficult to upgrade your characters without spending money. But I mean, if it's the same way with like Dead, uh, Dead Space 3. Everybody got mad about that too. Yeah. And I'm just, who cares? I mean, well, people are still mad spend about, the money. People are still mad about Dead Space 3. I don't know why. Well, because people get mad. I mean... You know, we talk about this a lot, and this kind of ties into the story about, you know, people not being able to sustain themselves in the gaming industry. You see people out there who are like the negative Nancys on Facebook or on YouTube and stuff like that. And you know what? It makes sense now because they're just trying to stay afloat, man. And what trying to get those clicks. Yeah, what generates more interest in something than somebody being like, this game is shit. It's shit, 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 shit. Because people are going to click on that, you know? I think I know who you're trying to reference right there. Oh, no. If I was going to reference that person, I'd use a different voice. But I, I know what you're thinking I'm trying to do. But but anyway. Why did you use that voice then? I, it's just the one I pulled out of my ass. I don't know. But that's I think that's why those people do that is because those will always generate revenue. Negativity will always draw attention. Positivity will not draw any attention most of the time. Well, I'm sure that YouTuber that you're talking about will probably do a video on Devil May Cry charging. Oh, absolutely! Money. I'm sur- I'd be shocked if he hasn't done one yet. No, I. You know who cares? That's that's my thing. Is like I'm not spending money on it. So there you go. No, I'm not either. I mean, as long as I can upgrade, it, if if it pops up on the screen, you can't get this upgrade without paying real money. That's when I have a problem. I guess we'll see when the game launches in uh, 2019. There you go. Speaking of uh, money, did anybody spend the twenty bucks for Nintendo Switch Online? I know you didn't, Drew, because you don't have a Switch. But uh, not yet. I probably will, but I have not yet. Yeah, I went ahead. We, and just, I just don't play a lot of stuff online right now. So uh, that's the thing is, I I did it, and it wasn't to play games online because I don't give a shit about playing games online. Um, I was playing the NES games. Those, I mean, they're fine. It's fucking Legend of Zelda. <clears throat> Super Mario Brothers 3. I really wish I could turn off the on-screen prompts to save my game, though, because they're there the entire time you're playing, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's fine. I backed up all my saves. The only two games on my Switch that were not supported were Minecraft and uh, Splatoon. So, every other save I have is backed up to the cloud now. That's weird. Splatoon, a first-party game? Because it's online. Oh. Yeah. 
they don't want you to be able to to cheat online, you know, because you're safe. So, but whatever. Uh, but but speaking of Nintendo, the Dark Souls uh, network test went live. The Dark Souls remastered network test finally went live for the Switch. And <clears throat> you know, I say it a lot, but I'll say it again. Maybe not every game needs to be on the Switch because I saw some video of that thing running. Oof. 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 I'd hate to see Blight Town. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The beta runs at sub 30, usually uh, hovering right around the 20 mark. Like slower than PS3 and 360 sometimes. So. Yeah. Not every game needs to be on the Switch, guys. I, I mean, I, I get. But. I mean, we got to come to the realization that the Switch is not a very powerful machine when comparison to the other ones, so... Well, especially now with the Plus and the X. Yeah. Or the Pro and the X, I mean. Yeah, it's... I I love my Switch. I really do. I played through, you know, Mega Man 11 on it. I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles, which has technical issues. Um, but then, you know, like, I play games like Blade Strangers or SNK Heroines, and I see the difference between those two. Wow. Wow. It's a little rough. Um, I mean, SNK Heroines is 30 frames a second, and it doesn't even lock it on Heroines. And not that that game should make a difference, because it's a terrible game you should never buy, but we're going to see that a lot more going forward. Uh, Ace Attorney the Trilogy, motherfucker, is coming to the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. In 2019. So the first three Ace Attorney games will finally be available outside of uh, the 3DS. Anybody? Anybody care? No? I really like those games, but... How about 20 PlayStation games, Drew? No. Not really. So... Sony said last year nobody wants to go back and play those games. They're ugly, right? Why would we make systems backwards compatible? Hey, y'all motherfuckers want to buy a PlayStation Classic Mini? With no analog sticks? No analog sticks. Hold hold on. It doesn't even stop there. No analog sticks. No AC adapter. (laughs) (laughs) They've announced five games so far. And when you think about announcing a product that you immediately put up for pre-order, you put your best foot forward, right? Yeah, pre-order now, guys. Uh, the five games they've announced. Jumping Flash. Tekken 3. Which is actually a decent game. I love, I love Jumping Flash. An all-star Fly. game. No, I love Jumping Flash, but that is not something you lead with. Tekken 3. Final Fantasy 7, obviously. Wild Arms. What? And Ridge Racer Type 4. Red Racer. Wild Arms is actually a pretty good game. It is. It is a good game. I'm pretty sure all five of those games are pretty good. But it makes you really nervous that they didn't announce, oh, I don't know, Metal Gear Solid, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. You know? You just just named two Konami games. I bet you ten bucks there won't be a single Konami game on that system. Let's talk about the other rumor that popped out this week. You want to hear that one? Sure. Konami is uh, apparently re-releasing some Castlevania games for the PlayStation 4. 
According to a Korean ratings board, a new Castlevania collection including Castlevania Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood mm. is coming. Mm, yeah. Konami is secretly putting games out. Uh, Zone of the Enders Remastered came out recently. Uh, they have been constantly updating Super Bomberman. What about Silent Hill? Resident Evil for the PlayStation Classic. I could see Resident Evil on there. Mm, but why wouldn't they announce that? Like, that seems like a game you'd put up front, right? It does. Gran Turismo? Yeah, that's mm, weird. Mm, yeah. And I and I well, get... don't you kind of need the analog sticks to do Gran Turismo? No, Gran Turismo 1 and 2 both worked without it. Well... I think the only games that required it were like Ape Escape... Obviously, the Resident Evil Dual Shock Edition. That one yeah. clearly required it, but well, I'm less worried about worked without it, and more about playability. Yeah, I um, mean, tr- go back and try to play Metal Gear Solid with the without the analog sticks. Well, that game launched without the analog sticks, right? So, I mean, we did play it without them. I was about to say, yeah, it sucked. I mean, it kind of still sucks with the analog sticks. That game does not control. Very well. No, but, it, it has not aged well. But the game were as good as it was. The, but the game was already uh, adaptable to the Dual Shock because they had already had the game. You know, when you're talking to Psycho Manus, put your controller down. I'll make it vibrate. That came later. Oh no, no, no! I guess it was in there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. The Dual Shock came out before <clears throat> Metal Gear did. Yeah. No, I know. But I'm just saying it's it's possible to play these games without them, and that's kind of what Sony's banking on, because obviously... I, I, I don't know why you would include a controller in that system that did not have the dual analog. <laughs> I'm just... Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, not to be outdone, though, Nintendo's apparently been approved for the patent for the N64 Classic. How many games do you think are going to be on that? I'm guessing, I was about to say, I mean, they could only have about 10. I'm guessing 15 will be their kind of threshold for that one. <clears throat> I mean, you're obviously going to get Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, Pilot Wings, Star Fox, Donkey Kong. <clears throat> but the question is, yeah, what I'm other... Yeah, much more interested in that. Yeah, no, I am too. Like, I, I'm a, I did buy a PlayStation Classic. I pre-ordered one because, I mean, I kind of just need one in my life. Well, and the thing is about the N64 is, um, so this is going to sound bad, but there are a lot better emulators for just about every other system that has come out with a classic version so far than there are for N64. So Yeah. Nintendo can pull that one off and I'll be okay with it. Could Nintendo pull off getting GoldenEye on there? No. I don't even know who owns that license anymore because for a while it was with EA and then it went to Activision and I don't even fucking know who owns it now. Hmm. I was about to say because I'd love to see Goldeneye on there. I'd also love to see uh, WCW versus NWO World Tour. Yeah, they definitely won't get that. Yeah, Yeah, I think everybody wants at least one of those Aki wrestling games or whatever, but they probably won't get one. Yeah. No. Because those were my jam. The only thing I worry about with an N64 Classic, and I know y'all are going to be like, fucking yeah, um, let's make those analog sticks not break. Yeah. Because goddamn, the analog sticks on the N64 original controllers were fucking terrible. 
Anyway, uh, lots of lots of retro gaming going on out there for a price. The PlayStation One launches on December third, and it is ninety nine ninety nine. I'll be interested to see what they add to that. Uh, I do not know what else is going. I'm trying to get through it. There's, I swear, I still cannot believe how much fucking Fortnite news there is every single week. It is insane. Spider-Man is getting a new game plus option. So if you want to go back through the game with uh, Web Blossom, which is the best power in that game. Yep, it is good. Uh, Microsoft added... Uh, Brutal Legend. I was trying to think of the name. Brutal Legend and Greg Hastings Paintball 2 to backwards compatibility this week. Oh, man. Paintball 2. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I remember that game getting a lot of praise when it came out. I think it was pretty good, actually. <clears throat> Yet they still don't have the uh, Metal Gear HD collection backwards compatible. Uh, Peace Walker is. Just Peace Walker. Yeah, just Peace Walker. It's such a weird thing. Like Metal Gear Solid One and Two are not, One, Two, and Three are not, but Peace Walker is. It's fucking weird. Uh, there's a new character in Death Stranding. Uh, voiced by Troy Baker. There's a new trailer that launched last night. Troy Baker. I wonder if it's going to be a Western revolver ocelot. Well, he's got like a skeleton face. A golden oh, okay. skeleton face and one of the flower things on man, this fucking game. Yeah, I, it's gonna be I, weird. I have I, I have almost no interest in that game. That's crazy coming from I you. think I think it's gonna be kinda cool. It'll I'm excited cool. to play it. I mean I, I think it's gonna be different at least. And I mean it's gonna be a Kojima game for sure, but I think if 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 what I believe it to be about is actually what it's about, then I think it's gonna be kinda cool. What do you believe it to be about? I don't know if I want to talk about it because I'm I don't want to accidentally spoil something in advance. Well, there's <laughs> nobody there's nobody here to say, "Yep, you guessed it." So I know, but the <laughs> I don't want to get I don't like so I'm the type of person that doesn't even like to have ideas about what it might be planted in my head in advance of the game. And I know there are other people like that too. So okay. I'll talk to you about it after the show if you want to know. All right, what I think it is. That's about all I have for news. I think. TGS was kind of a wet fart, really. There's a couple things out there. But nothing... Sea of Thieves expansion got delayed. There was that. How do you know they were having one? No, this will be the third one, Drew. Uh, uh, That's how much I pay attention. (laughs) Uh, We got an email. You want to read it? I'll read it. Sure. This comes from Antonio. He says, as a single, it's the name of the podcast, or the email is Tail4G Podcast. As a single, uh, as a single person living in a two bedroom house with a 2014 SUV in North Carolina, I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. But if I lived in and around San Francisco making the same amount of money, I'd be homeless. The details surrounding Telltale's closure are both sad and infuriating, from them not getting any severance to the fact that uh, that an employee only had been working there for a week after moving cross-country for the job. Yeah, I heard that story. Uh, In regards to the final season of The Walking Dead, I was one of the ones who bought the season pass in anticipation of Clem's final adventure, albeit unfortunate that this Tuesday's release of Episode 2 will probably be its last. 
It pales in comparison to the bigger issue of where employees will land after this mismanaged mess. In other news, I do plan on getting a PS Classic. I've never hacked a system, but have downloaded ROMs a few times in the past, and my rule of thumb is that if it's not available in any form commercially, then it's not hurting any company. If I were to hack the Classic, if the method was easy, then that's that's what I would probably do. Now the real question is, if I bought PS1 games that are available via PSN, such as Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil, would I feel guilty for loading those games onto a Classic? Well, well, here's the interesting thing about the PS1 Classic. I know the NES Classic and the SNES Classic are known for being hacked and, you know, fitting hundreds of games on there. PS1 games are a little fucking bigger. And I'm guessing the PS1 Classic's flash memory ain't going to be all that big. It's probably going to be big enough to fit what's on there, and that's about it. To be fair. When it comes to the whole legality of downloading or, you know, hacking a system and then putting games on it like Metal Gear, uh, if it's available on the PlayStation Store, I would say that would probably be bad. Now, technically... If you own the game and you can prove that you own it, you can make as many copies as you want for personal use. Correct. You can't distribute it. So let's say I have a copy of Persona 3 sitting on my shelf right here. I have put that disc into my computer and can digitally play it on my computer. That is not illegal. That's a PS2 game, right? It's a PS2 game. Then what you are doing is illegal because the BIOS for the PS2 is not available outside of the system itself. Correct. Whoops. Yeah, that's the thing because you got to have a BIOS to play PlayStation 1 too, not just PlayStation 2. Yeah. Mm. And the BIOS well, is not available outside of the console itself, the hardware. Yeah. Well, lock my ass Te- up because I, I got a BIOS on my computer. <laughs> you better go delete that, Te- Drew, you son of a bitch. Technically speaking, it's, it's all illegal. Yeah. It's it's a weird thing. Like you, like Drew's right. You can make copies of it. You totally can. You just can't really play them because you can't do it without doing something illegal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is the weirdest fucking loophole in legality I've ever heard in my entire life. <sighs> Somebody will hack the PS One Classic for sure. That shit happens. I mean. If you guys looked at the pictures of it, there, the I.O. port is on the back. Did you see that? Like, the little yeah. the little hatch yeah. is on there. But what does it do? What's under that, you know? Probably absolutely nothing. Probably not. Because Sony's going to lock this thing down just like Nintendo tries to lock down the, the classics. Yeah. But somebody will figure out, since it's got a USB interface, somebody will figure out a way to get into what's in there. And I'm actually super interested to know what is in there, because as we said, this is the first one of these, excuse me, that's based on a CD-ROM technology. Yep. So how is that going to work? Like, what's the loading times going to be like on those games? Mm, That's true. That's a great question. Because if you remember... It would be kind of awesome if the load times were, like, instantaneous. Oh my god, that would be so great. But I mean, they did put these games on the PS3, and the load times were still not instant, even though they were running off of a hard drive. Yep. So I, I wonder if it's as much to do with the disc read as it is to do with like the memory. 
buffer. Yeah. Probably could be. That's why in Cynthia the night there was literal like loading hallways rooms. you had to run through. Yeah, like the, lo- the little C D spinning down at the bottom that was loading yep. the next room. Man. That's another reason why I want this thing is I kind of just want to... It's one of those things that I'll buy and I'll play for like two hours total. But I kind of want to dick around with it because it's... Especially if it's got the boot-up sound, the sound. I mean, come on. That... That's the, that was so loud. I remember when I was a kid, I'd get up at like midnight to play something and... Turn it down, turn it down. I'll tell you what, I used to test my uh, my subwoofer with that thing <laughs> when you boot that up because it's got like a real bass to it. Yeah, man, those were good times. PlayStation 1. PS1, that was my wheelhouse of nostalgia right there. Yeah, yeah, I remember when I got one. It's still the funniest thing. I remember getting it home and I'm like, where's the RF adapter? <laughs> The fuck are these colored cables? Well, what are these? Like uh, this looks like the shit on the back of my VCR. What the hell is it? People listen to the show like, what's a VCR? Yeah. <laughs> God. I ran yes, my one, PlayStation man. One through a VCR for the longest damn time. Yep, me too. <laughs> I think that was the only I, way I could get it to work. Yep. I was about to say, I think that was the only way I had mine working too. Oh, dude, there's no way I had a TV with AV plugs in the back. Are you kidding? No. No. I used to run a PlayStation. I literally used to run a PlayStation One through a fucking TV that had UHF channels on it because that was the TV I had in my room. You know, because being the kid, I don't have the good TV in my room, and I wasn't allowed to have the PlayStation in the living room because fuck that, that's Dad's TV. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's where he watches the sports balls. <laughs> oh shit, man. Yeah, that was. Yeah. And now yeah, everything plugs in. Time. Yeah, everything now plugs in through an HDMI cable and every fucking thing just goes. Yeah. It's nice now. It is. It is super nice. Like I have an I have a HDMI splitter that I can plug in all my classic systems to, like my NES and my SNES classic and we'll just call the Wii U a classic machine now, but I'm gonna be fair, I ain't plugged that thing in, I couldn't tell you how long. You know what they should do if they really want to make it like real? Is have the uh, PlayStation One Mini only work if you flip it upside down? Yeah, totally, dude. Because Maybe. that's the only way I got any of my games to work. Okay, so if Sony is really <laughs> is really playing ball here and being cool, flip it upside down, and you get to play different games. Just to see how many people do it. Like, do you remember having to turn this thing upside down so it would work? Oh, man, yep. There's like five more games here. <laughs> that's where your Metal Gear Solid is. <laughs> yeah. Also, it would be awesome if in the box there's like a demo disc, like that. If you remember, yes. But it has a black back CD. Yep. I mean, because let's be let's be fair. The black back CDs are still the best video game CDs ever made. Yep. And what's funny is I I saw somebody on Twitter say that the if they really wanted to make it an authentic experience the game would just feature like 20 demos that you have to play over and over again cuz your can't, parents can't afford to buy the actual games yeah <laughs> yeah man pizza hut man pizza hut demo discs hell yeah dude yeah those pizza hut demo discs <clears throat> I remember we were talking about that on the metal gear uh podcast yeah cuz that um, was the wasn't that one, down. one of the first places where that demo was available yeah, it was on his Pizza Hut demo disc had that and Medieval on it, and 
it was something else. I can't remember what it was. I I remember when CD-ROM burning was like a big thing. One of the companies actually made black back CD-ROMs that you could burn. And I swear every CD-ROM that I burnt was on a black back motherfucker. Because those things were the coolest things ever. They were. They were also pre- they held up to scratches pretty well. Yeah, they did. Like they they had that little plastic coat around them that was just so yep. nice. Also, interesting. I mean, if you to kind of go back into this, you know, when the PlayStation launched, the games were in the big clams. Yeah. And you know why that was? Because no. Sony did not have distribution in America yet, so they bought a bunch of leftover Saturn jewel cases. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's how that happened. And then eventually they got down into the smaller jewel cases, but those were actually Saturn cases. That, that I actually, I think I still have it, or it may be at my house, but the original Resident Evil was in that big Saturn yeah. case thing. No, the original Resident Evil had its own clam. Like, it wasn't a plastic uh, that you could take the inserts out of. If you remember, it was one of the, it was one of the second generation ones where it had, like, the the grooves on the on the spine and it yep, was yeah. like the sticker was on the front it wasn't like a saturn clam well this one was over, elongated for some reason yeah they yeah. still did a they did the long custom cases yeah they made yeah. their own custom cases after a while but the original launch like with warhawk and twisted metal uh those were in the big saturn cases ah i gotcha yeah and then eventually they started making their own which was resident evil and like um, there were a couple other games, and then eventually, I think it was like three or four years into the system, they went down to the standard jewel cases. Yeah. Which I remember when they did that, I was like, oh my god, so much space saved. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Man, that was that is such a great time in my life, like video game-wise, remembering that launch. I remember getting home, and I bought two games, but I had the demo disc, which also had Toshinden and Destruction Derby, and Wipeout on it, and I was like, oh my god, these games are unbelievable. Yeah. I thought Toshinen was the greatest thing since sliced bread, and I was playing it at home. Oh, dude. That Metal Gear demo disc, man. I wore that thing out. I played, you know what demo I may have played more than any other on that system, as silly as it sounds now? Croc. Croc. Do-do. Do-do-do-do-do. There was one a buddy had that we played constantly. It had Blasto. Yep. Blasto. It had Parappa the Rapper. Yep. Yep. And it had Intelligent Cube on it. Yep. That's one of the best demo discs of all time. Hell yeah, it is. Intelligent Cube to this day is still one of the greatest puzzle games. That's a great game. Man, PlayStation 1 had some great puzzle fighter. Intelligent Cube. Oh. Man, I love the PlayStation. Like. The PlayStation 1 felt like what we have now with indie games. People just taking weird fucking chances with some weird-ass games. Yeah. Well, and it helped that it was, you know, CD-based, so it was cheaper to produce. Oh, God, yeah. You didn't have to worry about cartridges. Yeah, and unfortunately back then, though, like, we didn't have the indie prices. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) All those games were $50. And I wanted to play them all, which is why demo discs were so wonderful. Yep. No patches? Fuck, man, no patches. Official yeah. PlayStation Magazine, like, 
sold like crazy just because you got a demo disc with everyone. Yeah, because like the magazine itself was not great. Yeah, but, not that great. <laughs> but the fact that it had a demo disc with like six demos on it, you're like, oh fuck yeah, I'm buying that. Yep. That magazine was eight dollars a pop. Yep. <sighs> Damn. So yeah, this this what the conversation we're having right now is exactly why I'm buying a PlayStation Classic. Because I kind of want to relive that, even if it's only for two hours. Yeah. Solve that nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, that's like that was God. You know, Metal Gear Solid and Resident Evil and Resident Evil Two. Stuff that was like thirteen, Ten, fourteen. Tenchu, Bushido Blade. Here's a here's that's a funny great. here's a funny story about somebody that used to be on the show. I can remember having conversation in the hallway at school before school starts with Gambus Khan about Resident Evil. Yeah. And how it was going to, like, we, here's the funny comment, and this is so Gambus, and you got to remember this has been almost 20 years ago. We're talking to Gambus about Resident Evil, and we're like, dude, you need to see, like, we have a copy EGM in our hands showing him, like, dude, look at these, look at these graphics. Oh, my God. This game's going to be incredible. He's like, I'm waiting on the Ultra 64. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's, that sounds about right. (laughs) Oh, man, I... Even back then, even back then, Gambus Khan. Ultra 64. I remember, like, God, wasn't there a, uh, a Killer Instinct game on arcade that kept it kept touting Ultra 64? Yeah. It, yeah. it was running on the, quote, Ultra 64 hardware. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so I remember they had a, they, they had an arcade cabinet that kept saying Ultra 64, and I was like, what the heck is an Ultra 64? Which is bullshit, because the arcade version of Killer Instinct was a... F- Fuck ton better than the N64 version of Killer Instinct. Yeah. True. The the Ultra 64 hardware in arcades was, man, think about that. Just that alone, that arcade hardware used to be leaps and bounds above console hardware. Yep. Well, that, that used to be a selling point, right? Arcade quality graphics. Yeah. Because I will tell you this right now, the Mortal Kombat games were a big one for that, and when you brought those games home, it was cool to have them, but fuck, they weren't even close to the arcade versions. Not till the PlayStation came out did they match the arcade versions. And even then, you had that goddamn Shang Tsung loading, because fuck that. Yeah. But that's the thing, is that was... 1995 was probably the beginning of the end for arcades. Yeah, it was. When the, when the PlayStation came out, they're like, we have no need to go to arcades anymore. Mortal Kombat 3 was the reason why I bought a PlayStation, because they announced it for that system, and they were showing screenshots of it in EGM, and I was just like, dude, no fucking way. No fucking way. Look at these. Look at these. It looks just like the arcade, dude. Yeah. Just like it. Oh God, Metal Gear, man. Metal Gear Solid. That was like the moment for me. I actually... The, yeah. That intro... I actually worked at games at EB Games was what it was then, and I had imported Metal Gear Solid, and I used to bring it in with my modded PlayStation and run it in the store to show people, because I was so like, this game's gonna be the best thing ever. This game's gonna be the best thing ever. <laughs> that was that was the day I played that demo disc, and I was like, oh man, the credits are playing while I'm playing the game. Like it's just like a movie. It's just like a, now when see the the cadence of that statement. You're like, just like a, it's just like a movie. And now when we say it's like it's just like a fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want it to be like a movie. <laughs> that was the thing. Is it like just listening to certain people talk about it? It was like the. Almost like the water cooler thing at school. Everybody yep. said, oh, how far did you make it in Metal Gear? 
Yeah. Did you get this part? God, I still remember taking weekends. See, the PlayStation is another thing where I would take a weekend at a buddy I used to know's house, and we would get the the strategy, the Brady game strategy guide, and we would beat entire games. And we went through the first Tomb Raider, which I still to this day claim is unbeatable without a strategy guide. Because that, that game, game is really hard. That game requires geometry. And you can't find half the wall. You can grab a hole. But not only that, but you had, like, the strategy guy was specific in, like, take three steps backwards, take one strafe to the left, and take one strafe backwards, run forward, jump after four steps. Yep. And we had to follow that thing to finish that game. <laughs> yeah. Tomb Raider 2 was the same way. Oh, my God, that game was insane. I'll go ahead yeah. and say it. They're bad games. They, they are. They really are bad are, games. Yeah, they are. They, I uh, they weren't at the time, but they are now. PlayStation. Uh, I enjoyed Tomb Raider two at the time, but play, try to if I went back to try and play it now, no way, not a chance. PlayStation is the one since PlayStation and sixty four. That generation of that generation of polygons has aged worse than any other video game in history. That's true. I mean, those they're so hard to go back to. Those games, yeah. not only between. You know, transitioning smooth 2D fluid controls into third dimension, but just the rough visuals of how low poly a lot of those characters are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, go watch yep. Metal Gear cutscenes, dude. It's, it's yeah. just them, their heads bobbing. Yeah, but Metal yeah, Gear is one bad. of the better ones. Yeah, Metal yeah, Gear was true. one of the most impressive looking games on there. And you go back and you look at some real shit from the PS1. Man, we, we did videos a few years ago of games like Destruction Derby and Jet Moto. Holy shit. Oh, Jet Moto. You know what, though? I loved Jet Moto. Oh, God, yeah, Jet Moto 2 is... Mm. Yeah. Mm. God, those games. Jet Moto 3 kind of sucks. Yes. But Jet Moto 2 is the... Because Jet Moto 2 has all the tracks from Jet Moto 1 and the new tracks from Jet Moto 2. So that's the game you want to get. Put that on the classic, Sony. Yeah, Jet Moto is one of those games where, like... Every now and then you'll hear somebody say, oh, man, they should bring back Jet Moto. I feel like that game was really a product of its time. I don't Absolutely. Know that you could, I don't know that you could bring that back and accomplish anything. No, because it's, it's, it's horribly unbalanced. Yes. It's not super fun to race. It was just one of those games that's so incredible. That, like, Warhawk's another one. Like, if you go back and play that now, it's a bad game. But at the time, man... Spread missiles? Come on, motherfucker. Spread missiles the greatest thing ever invented. Yeah. So. That but game no, was good. I love... I, those are the games I want on the PlayStation Classic. and Stuff like Twisted Metal 2, Jet Moto 2, you know, Warhawk. I want those straight up fucking... Fuck, fuck, put Keliak on there, mother... Come on, cowards. Put Keliak on there. Wow. <laughs> the, the DNA, DNA imperative. <laughs> The DNA imperative. I was the guy that bought that game at launch, and I still feel bad about it. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't mentioned Monster Rancher. Monster Rancher is impossible to put on there because you need the discs, Drew. It's true. You got to put them CDs in so you get the the new monsters. Yeah, that's right. Oh man, the PlayStation. I thought I was the only person who ever played that game. Nah, fuck nope. that, dude. I played the shit. I, here's a story for you, Drew, and this will never happen to anybody else. I was at E3 the year that game came out, and they had a special limited edition disc that got you a special monster that I got. 
Well, look at you. Ah, uh, yeah, I have no idea where that fucking disc is. <laughs> you know, we tried everything. I mean, a buddy, and uh, the the rarest monster we got was from putting in the soundtrack from episode one. Yeah, nice. There's some where we used to use AOL discs and fucking Net Zero discs. <laughs> we used everything. We grabbed everything. We're like, give me that disc right there. And he's like, what is that? And it's like, oh, it's a Star Wars Episode One original soundtrack CD. And we put it in, and it was like, oh man, we got a rare monster on this one. Yep. <laughs> man, I love that game. They tried to redo something like that later with like uh, Metal Gear did it with Wi-Fi signals for soldiers, but there was another game that did it for like monsters, and I can't remember what method they used. Don't know. But that was such a cool thing. That's what I'm talking about with PlayStation. It's like that shit, there's so much unique shit during that generation. And yet it's still yep. one of the hardest generations to go back and play. Yeah. Anyway. It was such a, a large adapting time where, like, you know, you played, you booted up Metal Gear Solid for the first time. You'd never seen anything like that before in your life. There were so many games like that. I remember playing Tenchu. Uh, a guy had imported it because uh, that's when I was kind of into the import scene. And he, he let me borrow it, and I started playing, and I was like, holy shit, I have never played anything like this. This is so yep. fucking cool. Yeah, for sure. And then they they kept, like, raising the bar. It was like, you know, played Resident Evil, right? So, you know, you're in this creepy mansion, zombies running around, stuff like that. Resident Evil 2 comes out. You're in a friggin' city infested with them. It's like it's just, they just up the stakes in every single game. Capcom killed it during the PS1 era. Cap- Capcom is actually doing really well now, too. Yeah, no, we're no. Getting, we're getting a nice resurgence of them. Yeah. I'm I'm thrilled with what Capcom's doing right now. You know, Mega Man, Devil May Cry. Yeah, it's, they're on a roll. So I'm looking forward to it. But no, it's that's these are the reasons that I want to go back to PS1. It, it was literally when I was like, that released in 94, so I was 15 years old, so like prime prime influence right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was playing Metal Gear at 13, so. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I loved my PlayStation 1. Yep. I remember I traded, I traded everything for it. I traded my Sega Genesis, my CD, my 32X, all my games, my Super Nintendo, all my games to get that fucking PlayStation. And I regretted it afterwards. <laughs> Not that day, baby. Not that day. Anyway, let's do some tweets. Tweet, 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 tweet. Also, this goes to the fact that we're old. Oh, no, absolutely, Drew. I, I'm 100% know that I'm old. <laughs> because, An- yeah. Anthony tweets us and says, The show is so much better without Anthony on. <laughs> Go back to camping. That motherfucker is the darkest motherfucker. <laughs> Go home and be a camping man. Go home and be a camping I'm man. I'm going to camp, yeah. Tell you what, where he's camping is actually really cool. That's where my family camps every year, and uh, it's a it's a really cool campground right on Lake Huron. It's got big rolling sand dunes that lead up to the beach. It's a cool place. Uh, I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to read this tweet from Blue Apple Blue. I will not discuss rape side quests. Sorry. That's a little much, dude. Mm. You will not discuss what? Rape side quests. Oh, what? No, yeah. No. I'm not talking about that. No, that's, what game even has that? He's talking about it as a mechanic in some games. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't do that. 
Yeah, we're not talking about that. Uh, Chad says, how about that AC Odyssey post-launch DLC roadmap? Fuck yeah, dude. I'm totally buying that season pass. Atlantis? Come on! <laughs> that looks rad as fuck, man. Yeah. Not to mention Liberation in 3 in HD? Come on. I'm real... Uh, you know, the more that they talk about it, the more I get excited about Odyssey. Yeah, I'm super pumped for it. I can't wait. Uh, my friends and I are part of the minority in that we really enjoy the modern day story in the AC series, but we also understand most people see the modern day segments as an unnecessary distraction. Do you think about a mode that edits out the modern day elements? Or what do you think about a mode that edit, uh, that uh, edits out the modern day elements? Um, I don't know that that's necessary. Oh, there's a continuation. In, a, in that way, they can integrate the modern day to their heart's content. Anybody that is not interested in the modern day can play the historical mode or whatever it would be called. Yeah, I don't know. I think you, I think you run the risk that you screw up the pacing of the story if you start doing that. Yeah, it, I mean, I th- those are built in there for that reason. So. Yeah, and not, not only do they give you additional context sometimes, but... They also, if you notice, and Origins did this pretty well, I think, they're, they insert those after major story points so that you can kind of take a breath. Um, and I think, I think that even if the, the story isn't you know, all that great or all that important, I think they serve a pretty important purpose in the pacing of the game. Yeah. I mean, in, in Origins, they felt tacked on. Um to a point where they did, but again, I feel like I, I agree with you, but I think they still like. I just wonder. I wonder how the pacing of the game would have been affected if they weren't there at all. Yeah, I, I kind of wonder that myself. I, I feel like when they pop up, I'm just kind of like, meh. They they could have not went back to this lady, especially the one where you had to sneak around and kill the people. Like, I don't want to do that as her. Like I've spent all this time being this badass. Yeah, that one was yeah, that one was kind of shitty. I gotta be honest. So, but yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see how much of that's in Odyssey because it seems to get less and less with every game. Uh, I don't think anybody would have had issues with the whole modern day thing if that would actually have went somewhere. Yeah, they kind of they squandered it. I'm still very angry about the 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 fate of Desmond being a one off line. The the biggest thing for me, and I thought one of the coolest moments in my short lived Assassin's Creed, you know, career was, you know, at the end of Assassin's Creed Two, where, you know, he's talking to whatever that projection, alien projection or whatever. Yep. And it's turning. It turns to Desmond seeing through the eyes of Ezio. Because Ezio's like, what are you guys talking about? He's like, we're not talking to you. We're talking to Desmond. And he's like, who the hell's yeah. Desmond? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, that's really cool that they're doing it like that. But and then they did, they, they did like everything else, just kind of squandered. And they squandered yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have really liked to have seen where the stupid alien story went because I thought it was neat. I was one of those people that think it was neat, but and then the whole Adam and Eve thing, and they were running yeah. from something, and I was like, what is this? This yeah. is crazy. Putting the puzzle together, like, oh man, what's it going to show yeah. when it gets to the end? And like, then they just like, eh, fuck it, you're a game developer. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just make video yeah. games. Oh, anyway, uh, Chad also says, any speculation on what caused Telltale to close down? We kind of went over that, really. Yeah, we kind of talked about that. Not cool. 
Uh, Dustin says, finish up Tomb Raider. Not sure what her defining moment was of becoming the Tomb Raider, but it was still fun. Challenge Tombs are the best part of that game. I like the combat too, but altogether, Uncharted is still the better series based on story and characters. Hey, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Water. Maybe. Water floats my boat. Usually. I like the personalities of the people in Uncharted better, but I don't really care for their story more than too much. I don't really care for their gameplay. Oh, here we go. I like. I'm. Everybody knows my stance on that. I don't I, like I Uncharted. Know. Well, you just keep bringing it up. Like you want to get that dig in. Like, hey, Naughty Dog, fuck you. You can't make playing games. <laughs> I kind of can't. Uh, the new Samurai Showdown looks sweet also. I'm glad they're remastering Resonance of Fate. That was a great JRPG uh, that many overlooked. I've never played The Last Remnant, but I see that has a remaster as well. Yeah, The Last Remnant remaster is weird, because that game was only on 360, and now it's only coming to PlayStation 4. That's a weird thing. Resonance of Fate was a bad game. I know people argue with me on that, but that was a bad game. I never played that game, but I watched a cutscene of it uh, a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah, those there was, re- there was a woman's breast like just jumping around. Those that was the time when Square was doing some really weird RPGs because they were kind of taking a break from Final Fantasy because you know thirteen was taking forever. But mm, I didn't like any of those uh, three sixty era Square RPGs. I didn't like any of them. I thought they were all just. Bad games. Was Resonance of Fate a Square game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was Sega. I'm, am I misremembering it? Is it Sega? Because the characters from Resonance of Fate made uh, an appearance in that uh, cross, that DS game with all the characters. Uh, maybe you're right. I mean, I, I'm going to be frank with you. The crossover stuff. Did you see the Final Fantasy 15 crossover stuff? I'm talking about the Project Cross Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, like, have you seen that stuff? It's uh, Terra, the the MMO, and Tomb mm-hmm. Raider. That's weird. Yeah, right. Maybe you're right. Maybe Resonance of Fate was Sega. Maybe I'm misremembering it. I, th- I think it was because you know what, what Project Cross Zone had: uh, Capcom, Sega, and Bandai Namco characters. Yeah, Bandai Namco was in there because I remember some of the weird. Tails characters were in there, right? Yeah. No. Maybe you're right. Maybe Resonance Face was... I still didn't like any of the Square 360 stuff that wasn't Final Fantasy, because it was just... It felt like they were trying too hard to make another Final Fantasy. And yeah. none of them really took off. Um. Yeah, we didn't talk about the new Samurai Showdown. SNK announced the new Samurai Showdown. Hmm. Fuck, I'll play that. <laughs> Shit. Uh, new Death Stranding tease has a cool monster in it. That's about it. I haven't seen it yet. I I kind of I'm withdrew on this. I've kind of lost all fucking interest in that game. I don't it again, and it's all Kojima being Kojima, just being fucking weird about everything instead of just yeah, explaining. just being too obscure about this stuff. I want to see like a gameplay of this, and not just somebody walking around. Yeah. Like, what do you do in that game? I mean, it doesn't change the fact that I will buy and play this game when it launches. I just don't care until it does launch. Exactly. So, uh, Dustin says, do you think the Spider-Man suits are considered spoilers? Fucking yes, they are. Yes. (laughs) 
there's some suits in there you can only get from certain side missions with certain characters that some people don't have a fucking problem just saying out loud. But that stuff was cool when I was playing it pre-release, and I did not know it was in there. So I would pass that same consideration on to people who are playing it now. You know? I think I I've seen think practically every... Asked. Yeah, I've seen every suit probably in that game. Of course you have, because everybody's posting the fucking selfie pictures in all their suits. Yeah, and I just, you know... I think that's one of the worst things that has come out of the PlayStation is this whole screenshotting thing, because people just don't care. No, they don't. People were posting and screenshots of God of War like two or three days after it came out with a giant fucking spoiler right in the screenshot. And I'm like, dude, I still won't do that because that moment is so fucking cool. I haven't seen that moment, apparently. Yeah, so. like, that moment is so fucking cool and the build-up to it is so good that if you know it's coming, it kind of takes away from it. And it's like, dude, come on. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid anything that even seems like a spoiler. So for me, yes, suits are a spoiler. I told Drew the other day, I said, the best thing you can do is mute hashtag PS4 share. <laughs> A lot of people delete that, though, and just post them. Yeah, but you get a bunch of them doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says, I finally started Spider-Man myself, and that's a pretty cool game. Yes, it is. Uh, I also picked up Dead Cells, and that's a fantastic game. It's Rogue Done Right. Yes, it is. It's hard to do, but certain games do it. Yeah, this one will go down as the new Rogue Legacy, I think. Yeah. Don't forget Moonlighter. Oh, Moonlighter. I need to go back to that game at some point. It's good. It's real good. Uh, his final tweet says, I didn't care for Telltale, but it's sad to see them shut down. I know a lot of people who enjoyed those games, and they did make an impact on the industry as a whole. Yeah, there's going to be a big void in adventure games now. With uh... You say that, but I mean, we still got Life Strange. We still got that. I mean, there's a ton of different companies doing these episodic kind of games. Oh, sure, absolutely. There's a bunch of companies doing them. There's the... What is the company that does all those fucking... Grim... Man, there's a bunch Grim. of Legends of Dark... So I, I'm sorry that I can't think of the name of this, but there's like a new one almost every month on like Xbox One and PS4, and they're classic point-and-click adventure games... I wish I could remember the name of them, but those guys put out a bunch. There was a bu- there was one released this week called uh, My Brother Rabbit. Um, there's a lot of them out there, but Telltale was kind of like the, the rock stars of adventure games. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. Um, I'll be interested to see where things go now, but clearly, it's sad. Telltale brought that genre kind of back, so... Yep. Anyway. Yeah, they they deserve uh, kudos for that for sure. But yeah, it just I mean, then again, at the same time, this kind of shines a light on why they went away in the first place. Yeah, yeah. And I know a lot of people out there are big on the whole pick up the IP thing and keep going with it. <clears throat> That's not going to happen here because most of Telltale stuff was third party licenses. All their stuff was third party licenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. They didn't make an original IP. What's going to happen to the games they were publishing? Great question. They published Seven Days to Die, and they have a new game coming out this month called Stranded? That's under Telltale Publishing? 
Don't know. Use it to pay their 25 employees that's working on Minecraft. Man, that's so... That's so fucked up. Anyway, that's all the tweets. If you want to tweet us at M4G Podcast, uh, you can follow all of us. Drew's at DML Fury. Ryan is at Wombat RP. Uh, you can follow me at ZTGD and the site at ZTGD Content. Check out the Phoenix Down. Final Fantasy XII is over. Red Dead Redemption begins. That's right. The journey's of you John. You babies. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got it. It's one of the best lines ever. Yeah. Are you guys playing just the, the straight campaign, not doing Undead Nightmare? No, nah, we're not going to do Undead Nightmare, yeah. even though we probably should. Yeah, but it's no, so we're good. just going to do the regular campaign. You know, That's... I never played Undead Nightmare. Oh. You are missing out on one of the best DLCs ever made. You need to go play that. Mm-mm-mm. It is fantastic. It is not serious at all. It is like dark comedy. Hearing John Marston react to the zombies might be one of my favorite gaming moments of all time. Oh man, I just like I spoiled one of the best moments just now. <sighs> it's so good. He didn't know the context of it though. I didn't even hear it, so it's oh, not okay, good. But we're good. We're good. No. D- Seriously, Ryan, go play that DLC. It's okay. Yeah, that's 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 one of those things. Oh, I'll get to it in like ten years. No, you should really try that. Yeah, you know that, what? You know what, Drew? You should go play The Witcher Three. That's a pretty good game. Yeah, true yeah, story. I know. <laughs> I know. I should go play The Witcher Three. I should go play Spider Man. I should go play God of War. You should definitely play God of War and Spider Man. God, I cannot believe you haven't played God of War. I, I don't have time to do anything. <sighs> play it before game of the year drew yes you do you do you really do i know red I box know. that bitch for a weekend just, just plow so here's through it. here's what's probably gonna happen i haven't told anybody yet um but november matt does Rimo and typically i bring on a guest host to do a, a another game i may take November off of Phoenix Down just so I can work on other games. You should do that because, you know, Game of the Year is coming up and you need to play God of War. You need to play Spider-Man. You do. Yeah. That that may be what happens because I'll have Red Dead 2 sitting there. Yep, Red Dead Redemption 2. I mean, those, those three games right there, you should probably play those because those are probably going to be your top three games of 2018. I'm just kind of saying that right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So... I would be shocked if everybody on the show doesn't have one to two of those in their top three games this year. Agreed. That's how good those those games are going to be. And I haven't even played Red Dead yet, but fuck, I, I it's Rockstar and it's a Western. I fucking know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you know it's going to be good. That's not a. There's never <laughs> exactly. been a. There's never really been a Rockstar game like that that hasn't been great. So. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of just wondering if Red Dead Redemption Two will be number one or will it be God of War? I know Spider-Man's probably in my top three, but I don't think it's my favorite. I think I still like God of War better, but I just wonder if Red Dead will be number one or God of War is going to be number one. Like, i got to think about that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you want to email us, it's podcast.ztgd.com. You can do that. I think that's it. I think that's all I got. Anybody got anything else? Nope. Are we done? We out? I think so. Fuck your PlayStation. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Welcome to the N4G Podcast.